Hello? Aloha, Sean Mayakawa. Hi, Emily. It's, <laughs> I'm so happy to talk to you and have you as a guest on the Emily T. Gale Talk Story Show. It's been way too long since we talked. Yes, yes. Uh, glad to be back. <laughs> you know, I, I last week um, I heard about the Dennis Rose Invitational, which is an event that the Waikoloa Beach Resort has held for so many years and a Division Two event. And it's so popular that teams come from around the country. And I thought, wow, I need to get back to doing some radio interviews. And the first person I thought of was you being the assistant coach or one of the assistant coaches for the men's golf team at the University of Hawaii Hilo. And I'm just excited to catch up with you because we've been friends since I was looking at some old notes, I think from back in 2003 is when we first met through Ross Birch, who was your high school golf coach. Right, correct, correct, yeah. And Time flies. Let's go back a little bit, um, you know, because you've had quite a, a career since those days, and I remember Ross telling me about you, and I think you did your first radio show with me when I had a, a, a show on uh, ESPNHawaii.com, and you and Ross came and did the show, and, I learned that you were the only golf team member at the Hanukkah High School, and Ross was your coach. And then he continued to be your coach when you got out of high school and you really wanted to, you got a college scholarship at the University of Oregon. But you had won the Big Island Championship four years in a row, and then you won the Hawaii State Championship in high school in, what was that, 2007 or so? That's correct. That's correct. And exactly. Yes. So tell tell our listening audience a little bit from there about you getting a scholarship and going to the University of Hawaii and playing under Casey Martin. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, get a scholarship um, to play Division One golf. Um, I mean, it was a really great and humbling experience. Um, a lot of great players out there that you really don't, um, you can't really wrap your head around it until you, you see it for yourself in person, but, um, great experience. Um, uh, I felt that I was, uh, good enough to where I had to at least try and, uh, continue and play professionally after college, um, and, uh, you know, I, I gave it my best, um, tried hard, and, um, you know, it took a little bit of a toll on me in all aspects, but um, afterward, I um, wanted to be around the game still, and I decided to uh, try coaching out for a little while, and uh, here we are. <laughs> well, I remember when you were playing college golf because we actually, I think of you as a longtime friend, and we, we talked a lot over the years. And when you'd come back from your uh, college days, you know, on breaks, or you would be, be back on the Big Island playing in, in the, the Amar Ari, which is played at the Waikoloa Beach Resort and hosted by, by uh, Coach Earl. 
uh, Tamia, who you are mm-hmm. the assistant coach under, along with Kevin Ganoza, who's the PGA Pro at Waikoloa Beach Resort, where you've been, mm-hmm. had spent some time over the last couple of years. And what a what a full circle opportunity. But I remember in those days, you you know, just watching how hard you worked. You, I think you played on the Gateway Tour for a while. Yeah, uh, yeah, for a little yeah. while. Yeah, that was one of the mini tours and, over in Arizona. And then, yeah, and you you would come home and you you just practiced so hard, and your parents. Uh, uh, Shane and, and Monica were so supportive of you and you were so dedicated and and not only that you even in the summertime would would teach at the Waikoloa Junior Golf Program which really was the they were they built the foundation for junior golf on the Big Island I think uh, Ross was at Waikoloa Beach Resort under Dennis Rose for many years and mm-hmm. and that foundation of junior golf that you had and then, then you ended up going back and, and coaching under Casey Martin. You, and, and I pulled up, you and I were going to talk about it an hour ago, and I called you and said, can we, can we do it an hour later? I just found an interview that you and I did in 2017 on my ESDNHawaii.com show, and it was fascinating to listen to it. You were so articulate, and you were, you were really able to share what you learned um, being on both sides, being as a, a player on a college team. And then going back and, and being a, a assistant coach with Casey Martin at the University of Oregon. And then, you know, fast forward, you played some professional events and really worked at it. But now being at home with the University of Hawaii under Coach Earl, who has such a, a wonderful reputation around the country, you know, bringing the, not only the Dennis Rose Invitational, but the Amarari that will come up in, in uh February that everybody Correct. played in Tiger Woods, Jordan Spieth, Matt Kuchar. I've watched so many players now play on the mm-hmm. tour. In fact, you said in your college days you played with uh, Ricky Fowler and Billy Horschel and, you know, the things that you learned. So last week when the Dennis Rose invitation was going on, I thought, wow, I haven't done interviews for a year after 20 years of doing them. I'm going to go meet up with Sean over at Waikoloa Beach Resort and see how he's doing. And when I went over there, they said that you were out on the course with your team. Correct. And I thought that was really interesting. So let's kind of start there. I mean, you guys, first of all, Dennis Rose Invitational is who Ross Birch worked under for many years. He was the mm-hmm. director of golf at Waikoloa Beach Resort for many years, and he passed away at a very young age, I think in his late 50s, with cancer. And Wonderful that this event is a tribute to, to Dennis. And it must be quite a good feeling to have all that be part of your growing up as a junior golfer and aspiring to do what you're now doing. And uh, so they said you're out on the course and, and give us a little insight to like that second day when you're out on the course, uh, what, what you had, had learned over the years as a player on a college team to what you could take out on the course there to support your players last week. Right. Right. Um, you know, the second day, and unfortunately we, didn't play our best um we were right there in attention i think we were uh in second place after the first day but you know um as hard as it is this is what i tell our boys all the time we just gotta do your best to stay in the moment um not get too far ahead of yourself but at the same time you know you can't you can't dwell on things that you wish you had done differently. You just got to focus on um, the shot that's right in front of you. 
uh, make sure your self-talk is as positive as possible as well and just do your best you know um i think that we i i know our boys did our best but um we also would have liked to done have done a lot better where um we have a decent team this year i think um at the moment we are we're top 50 in the rankings in the country and since uh i came on board this is my fourth season with uhilo um this is the best we've done in the fall so um there were a lot of good teams out there um you have to uh, take your hats off to them because they a lot of teams did their jobs and playing well but um at the same time we uh we have, would have liked to have done a little bit better but um we're we're still in good shape and they did a good job well i i took some notes when i listened to our interview from 2017 and at the time you were you know with the uh, uh, coaching with Casey Martin at University of Hawaii or University of Oregon and you said uh your experience as a player on a team to now mentoring and trying to bring out the best in players, you could see it from their perspective. A vice is a toss-up, and coaches have the best intention, and looking back on your own experience, you're always trying to reflect on what happened and, and to share that. And it, it must have really made a difference now that you're coaching to not only have done that, but you know, playing professionally and and all those things, you're raising a family now, you've got two children, and, and what's really, really important in life, <laughs> and things like that, right. <laughs> and trying to convey that, you know, as a, as a someone who's, you know, how many years has it been since you played college golf and have that much more experience of what to share. I mean, I've always enjoyed mentoring people and giving people encouragement, and sometimes I have to kind of hold back what I feel like I want to say. And, and at the same time, you know, let them sort of learn a lot on their own, but know that you're there for them. And did you, did you feel, do you feel that each week? I mean, I've watched you and Kevin a few times over at Waikoloa Beach Resort when out the, the team practices at Waikoloa Beach Resort. And it's just really fun for me to see you in that capacity. And Kevin too, because he played with the University of Hawaii. Correct. Correct. Um, yeah. It- Exactly what you said. You know, I, a lot of times uh, I I feel like saying certain things, but uh, you know, knowing the kids, you know, um, you just gotta give them information that they will receive best. Um, everybody's different, um, and again, like you said, you gotta. Uh, tell them the right thing so that they can figure it out on their own. And I think that's what we, uh, that's what we try hard at <laughs> each and every day that we help them. And I would imagine, I noticed on the, the Hawaii team, there's several players from Hawaii, which is nice. And, and also I had a chance to talk with Jim DeMello, who's coaching the, the women's Vulcan, the University mm-hmm. of Hawaii. Uh, Hilo and he he has a handful of, of Hawaii players. You know, you really right. wanted to give them the opportunity to to have college scholarships and be at their local town, but you also have three players, I think, from British Columbia. So you had even said when you played in college that 
some of the adjustments you had to make coming from the big island and being in the city and with so much going on in your life, having to do your homework and, you know, were, you, you said you were too busy to be homesick, but I mean, all those things come into play for players too, right? And and knowing, right. you know, what kind of advice to give and when to not get it and how a player gets from point A to point B and and how how satisfying it must be for you to sort of apply all that as you're mentoring these players. Right, totally. Um, it it's the best feeling when you uh, when you see your uh, your advice working, and what it, it's the best when um, you know it might it it's never immediate, but um, might be a couple of weeks or a month later when the kids come up to you and say, "Hey, remember when you told me this?" It, it's working and that, I mean, uh-huh. that's what coaching is, is all about. You know, we, um, it's, it's not only about golf. Um, it's, we try and help them to learn things that are uh, lifelong uh, principles that they can apply, apply in any part of their life. Um, things that they can, Take away with them that they'll look back and 20 years from now they'll be like, hey, I remember when my my coach told me this. And um, uh, again, that's that's what it's all about. Well, I, one of the comments you made when I listened to our interview from 2017 was that when you volunteered to coach with Casey Martin, uh, he was 11 years older than when he coached you. Right. Or and so Correct. all of those things that he had said to you and stuff that maybe that he had even learned how to be a a, a more effective coach and that that you were learning from that as well you know watching what he was learning and how he was evolving and and uh, what a what a neat thing for you to be able to take all of that and and along with you know if you're still loving the game yeah and, totally. and be able to bring that love of the game. And that spirit and that joy you have for it, and and to to share that with the players that you're mentoring, because they all have a certain amount of pressure they put on themselves, right? And for you to exactly teaching them that 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 pressure is always going to be there, but how to how to deal with it. And right. you know, it was so neat. To, it always is so neat to hear the teams. I think there were what 16 teams. Uh, that came for the Dennis Rose Invitational, but when they also didn't all of the teams play at the, um, what was it, the shootout over on Oahu the week before? Correct. Was, what was it called? The, I heard that Ed Katiyama, or Katiyama had done a great job Correct. of getting airline tickets for a lot of the te- teams with Southwest, but so they exactly. had, had a lot of, a lot of golf over two weeks and everything that was going right. on for them and, wrapping it up at, at Waikoloa Beach Resort and the hospitality that that uh, the University of Hawaii Balkans are always, your reputation is across the country. You know, it's actually the, the Amarari that's coming up in February that you host. Mm-hmm. And then there's Dennis Rose Invitational. I went up and watched the, the women play up at Hapuna. And they were they were fantastic. I mean, the, the box lunches they got, and one night they mm-hmm. had... The barbecue, I guess, the men's and the women's team, Jim DeMello and all the, the volunteers with um, – it's always been a strong booster club with the Vulcans golf team. But the barbecue, right. they, Jim said they they served 200, 200 
uh, dinners for everybody. Right. So Correct. all of that is all part of it, isn't it? Not just that they play golf well or they didn't play well, but their total experience of coming to Hawaii and being part of such a uh, an event so filled with aloha. Totally, yeah. Uh, Coach Earl and Coach Jim, they um, they really run a first-class event. Um, they cover all their bases. Um, they make sure that... Um, uh from the from the golf course to the food um they really take care of the players and i'm not i'm not kidding when um it's i say that this uh one of the best events in the country um both the amar ari and the dennis rose um teams every year they always want to come back and they for themselves you know this is it's so great they enjoy it and um it's really uh because of coach earl and coach jim they do a really good job and his um his son also is an assistant coach is that right troy correct troy troy to okay. me he's also um, an, an assistant coach well i've watched it for over 20 years when you know i was doing a lot of golf writing and, and of course myself being a player and I tried to play on the LPGA, and I was never, never good enough for any of it. But I know that feeling of aspiring and wanting to to be a better player. And then, and then you find the way you like to play golf. Like now, I know I like to go hit balls. I don't like to go play a lot of rounds of golf, and it doesn't work in my work life. But what I what I like is that the way that you have sort of shaped and evolved in the way, and and how your parents have really been there with you. It's been a journey. It's been a process, right? Not right. always about trying to get to that destination, but learning how to go through the process and and right. uh, where it's come to. And that's one of the big things with junior golf. And maybe you can talk about that a little bit. I always try to encourage parents to get their kids into junior golf so that they know the basics of it because it's a game you can play all your life. But more than that, it's a game that you, if you know something about it, you can shape a, a life around it. And, Correct. you know, I became a golf writer and reporter and, and all that kind of things, working with the PGA on the on events. And it's just um, – and, and you've been able to do that. And go back a little bit when you were a junior golfer in Waikoloa Beach Resort. Boy, they had – that was an absolutely wonderful program. Of course, the Hawaii State Junior Golf Association that Mary D. Porter King and, and Scott Head and Greg Nichols and I think Mark Rolfing have done so well at – creating opportunity for junior golfers like Michelle, we, yourself, a lot of them to be able to go play events on the mainland and be scouted and get college scholarships. But what kind of things was Ross telling you in those early days? Because he was a pretty young guy at the time to right. be, to be mentoring, right? Right. I think, you know, um, he had a similar uh, coaching approach to um, what I try and, apply now is you know he just um just gave me confidence you know um just made me feel like um that uh i could that i could do what we're trying to accomplish which was to win the golf tournaments but um you know we kept it simple just uh we we talked a lot just um Again, trying to just give me confidence, 
which is which is really uh, the most important thing. Doesn't matter how you get it. Um, just what matters is that you feel good um, going into tournaments. You know. And a big thing is to realize that golf isn't who you are. It's just what you do. That's like Correct. anything in life, right? Remembering Correct. it's just what, yeah. whatever oh, yeah. it's a sport you do or whatever. And, right. You know. Right. Because you can sure go yeah. back and be discouraged, can't you? I mean, I used to watch you practice, and you were so disciplined. And Tammy Surtees as well, who was playing uh, college golf and then professional golf, because you all came up in the junior program. I was, you know, listening to this interview, and there was Hunt, uh, Hunter um, – What's Hunter's last name? Hunter lot of players. Hunter, who is just a you know a, a wonderful kid, and I all of you, I watched you grow up. You were just little, you were kids at the right. time, and right. to watch you evolve and be able to this many years later be friends and and having you know some history together, and I used to love to watch your dad watching you practice and get a chance to talk with the two of you and do some interviews right. and, and feel a part of that. And I used to love how you would share with me what you were experiencing in college and and actually i went and looked up some things uh yesterday about your your years at um the university of oregon let's see where's the notes i put down but you were the only player that improved the last year at the university of oregon and your team was in the final four right you want you were in the top five in 14 out of 15 events and you also went to the ncaa or two in Correct. The, did you talk Correct. a little bit about that? That you by the you know your last year, what a how well you had actually right. done. Um, right. I mean, um, I think I think it was my junior year that uh-huh. um, our team did really well. Um, my freshman year, I competed in the NCAA championship. Um, we were really young and um, nobody expected us to be there so we're um overachievers i guess in that first year but we had the same core of guys for a few years um the class below me um they were really good as well we had uh two first team all americans and we're talking about two top 10 players in the country on the same team so um, we were really good. Um, my junior year, um, the team made it to the the final four of the NCAA championship. Unfortunately, I, I didn't qualify for the um, NCAA championships that year. Although I was part of the the core that um, competed for playing spots every year, but um, you know, um, it was a incredible experience um guys who played college golf the same time as me um they they remember our team um the university of oregon was very good for a couple years i think um my my junior year we reached number one in the rankings um about three-fourths of the way through the season and um, it was an amazing experience to be there. Um, and although I wasn't a part of all the tournaments, um, I was part of the core that um, 
competed for spots and, every week. And pretty cool and, um, that uh, Casey welcomed you back to come back and coach with him. Right. Correct. Yeah. That was um, another amazing experience. And it's, you know, it's, it's lucky, lucky, you know, like, well, when, uh, when you're there, but the team that I was able to help coach uh, made it to the national finals and um, getting to watch uh, the boys from a coaching perspective was amazing experience and I learned a lot from that as well. And what a nice thing that you just said that the, we're talking with Sean Mayakawa, who is the one of the assistant coaches under Coach Earl. I saw I, I always call him publicity shy Coach Earl, right? But uh-huh. a lot of that is just he likes to give everybody else who who helps him the Booster Club his assistant coaches to get a lot of the credit because he knows what a team effort it takes. But to, to, right. you just said earlier in the conversation that the team is really doing well overall and just talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, how much are you traveling and, and, you know, they've got to do right. their homework and all the, everything, right. right? It's, it's, it's tough. Um, I think uh, we, we had five events this fall. Um, two, two events were in Washington. Uh, we went to California a few weeks ago and then we had uh, back-to-back events. Um, what's a little bit different about Division Two than from what um, I experienced is that um, they, there are more back-to-back events. And uh, all things considered, it's, it's better that way for uh, schedule-wise and uh, budget-wise, it's better that they have these back-to-back events. So uh, the Washington trip um, in a span of six days, you have two tournaments and five or six uh, competitive rounds, which is um, which is quite a bit of golf. So the boys had two back-to-back events this fall and I, I I give them a lot of credit um, they're they're studying after our, our rounds they have to submit papers um, take exams once in a while and wow. it, it it's a lot but you know what that's they know this is what they signed up for but um yeah they, they do a really good job at it and and what do you notice uh, different in the the quality of player and and I think uh, I remember you didn't do much working out while you were in high school I think you you started working out while you were in college which has become right. a very big part of professional golf and college golf even high school golf now as players working out cross training and and what do you what do you notice about the players now the the quality of player do they hit further than you did of course the oh the equipment you know, has evolved um, so much but right the game it, it's constantly changing you know um it's very competitive out there you know um there's a lot of good players i think the the, the difference between division one and division two is that you know the they're um it's just a lot of small things that make a difference just a few putts here and there 
might be decision making in certain situations, uh, short game and stuff. But overall, very similar, in my opinion. And uh-huh. these days, uh, the kids, you know, I, I'm still competitive myself when, when I okay. get up there at times, but the um, they do hit it further. Might be partially due to equipment, but um, these these kids hit it very well. And um, it, it's it's impressive. It's impressive out there. Well, after I was watching the, the women play up at Hapuna Golf Course, which is where these the 16 teams that were here for the Dennis Rose Invitational, once again, Dennis was, you know, he certainly had an influence in your life as well. Um, they're nice that they have the event that's been going on for years and is a tribute to Dennis. But after I watched the ladies play, I went up to watch him play at Hapuna and had a nice chance to talk with Jay Ticey, and he mentioned that the Armour Airy was going to be up there this year because Correct. Waikoloa Beach Resort is so busy. And and um, But I, I went back to Waikoloa, and I, I was hitting some balls, and a few of the players came, the men, and they were hitting, and they were all a pretty good size. <laughs> they, right, oh, surprised. yeah. You know, and it wasn't like they were bulked up, but just just you could tell there was a, a core strength to them. And totally. and that's what I notice when I'm looking at the players and and um all of that is, is so different to see, but it's also what it takes in order to it takes a lot to be able to get a scholarship to in golf. Right. But the great thing about it is they're out there and they're available for the men and the women. Title Nine has changed everything for the women as well. And and those opportunities are great. I mean, I love that there's players from Hawaii playing with the University of Hawaii Hilo Balkans golf team, both the men and the women. It's really a, a wonderful thing for them, not only to be able to play in the state where they grew up, but they can they can share a lot of the culture and the, the Hawaiiana with the players that come elsewhere. And that makes a big difference, doesn't it? Right, totally. Um, like you said, um, there's a lot of opportunity for the kids. Um, the information is out there, the resources out there. To, for them to get in shape and improve, um, but um, this is a great place to come to play in tournaments and to um, and to go to school. So um, and, and the the uh, location of, you know, and, the, and yeah. the people so, uh, um, makes it great a great place to come. It was great when you when I saw that you were uh, at Waikoloa Beach Resort working as an assistant pro with with Kevin and some of your other uh, a couple other people probably that you played high school golf with. Nanoa was that his name? Noah. Yeah, uh, Nanoa. Stephen and Yeah. Yeah, and all of you were great high school players, and that they you know place and once again that that speaks for itself that people can come out of their college careers and start families and be where they even grew up playing and having very jobs that are, you know, highly respected and, and for you to be in that, that position and then to be, now to be able to coach and, and, and to raise your family right here where, you know, where you grew up. And right. tell us a little bit about, about your family, your wife, Ashley, and two children. Now. Right. Right. I have two kids. Um, my son is about 
two and a half years old, and uh, our daughter is um, she's about seven weeks old. So we're, okay. Um, oh, oh, that's that didn't realize it was that fresh. That new. Okay. Is that Alia? Right. Alia and Camden. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, my son's okay. name is Camden, and my daughter's name is Alia. Um, uh, it's a lot of fun, but we're we're also very tired. So. Yeah, um, a lot of work. <laughs> That's that's a part of it, and um, we uh, we're glad we're we're here where we are on the Big Island. Yeah, we're well. I we're, was in, in uh, Costco a month or two ago, and and your mom stopped me and said hello, and I I we took a picture together, and I sent it to you, and I thought to myself how much I appreciate the fact that I've really you know been able to kind of know your family and. And share that camaraderie and that 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 Ohana spirit together, and and have it continue, um, and to be able to be supportive of what you're doing under Coach Earl. I I didn't get a chance to see him last week, but I did enjoy doing an interview with Jim DeMello, who he mm-hmm. was uh, was he coach of the men's team for years ago too, many years ago. I think or he helped um, Earl. Correct. Um, this was. I think I was a a toddler at the time, so I'm not sure of the exact timeline. But they, okay. um, I think uh, Jim was um, at at some point um, a part of the men's team. I think he might have been um, he might have been the first coach actually, and then not not long after um, Earl took over. So and Jim both, got the opportunity um, to do the the women's, which is nice. That continuity is so important. I mean, thirty years has been doing it. And like you said, well, you were you played Division One, and of course the Amarari that comes in February is Division One, and that's where you know that's the first time I ever saw you. Of course, we didn't know they were all, but now we all know that players that play in these events are going to be the future PGA and LPGA players, and, right. and you know future good professionals teachers and everything but that's where i like i said i saw jordan win uh, one year and i saw tiger play and matt kuchar mm-hmm. Notre Begay, who were some of the others uh, uh, oh matt matthew wolf i remember him winning at the, mm-hmm. the amarari so uh right. it's pretty exciting and it's fun to watch and that's why it's been so fun to to be a longtime friend of yours you know to i'll never forget doing that first radio show together with you and ross and and uh he was so proud of you and, and it was fun to, to meet you there and continue our friendship and, and kind of, you know, I've seen you a little bit. I saw you uh, uh, maybe four or five months ago at one of the Hawaii State Junior Golf Association events. You were out there by, around the, the chipping green kind of mentoring kids, and we hadn't seen each other for a while. And it was really fun to take a few pictures and sort of reacquaint with what you were doing. And and um, I'm just delighted, uh, Sean, to, to, to have this conversation and Looking forward to talking before the Amarari and and staying in touch and of course watching what the team is doing. I see Kevin a lot over at the the Waikoloa Beach Golf Course. In fact, uh, when I was there uh, yesterday in the evening, I ran into the Big Island Junior Golfers who are sponsored okay. by uh, the Mitsubishi Electric Championship as one of their sponsors. And I saw Brandy and and some of the girls coming off the off the course. And I remember a few months ago I saw Amy Rosado. Who, um, whose son Matt played in junior golf. You were one of his instructors it was right. when he came up to the junior golf. And and just so fun to have this history with all these 
kids and the pros and in the game and and it mirrors my own rise through junior golf and going on to you know wanting to play professional golf and then quitting for many years and and really it was the spirit of golf here on the big island that got me back into the game and of course arnold palmer winning the senior skins was the real catalyst for wanting Mm. to play again but i'm so glad to be Mm -hmm. back around the game and 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 just great to be back in touch with you and continue uh, watching watching you. What days right. are you practicing over there at, at uh, Waikoloa? Um, Is your routine? Um, it's we usually play down there, and it's usually more okay. on the weekends. Um, okay. Our fall season just ended, so um, I don't think we'll have many scheduled. Um, days of practice in general. Um, but once we return in, um, right before the Amar Ari, that's when we'll start practicing down okay. there again, which mostly on well, weekends. It was fun to see you out. You were out on the practice range, but you weren't, they, the players, they weren't slugging away at drivers. You were all out in the range and you were you're hitting tip shots and all of you cheering right. and the competitive spirit you know sh- the the emphasis on that short game or that 100 yards and unless i was just right. thinking as we're talking here about some players that used to play with university of hawaii like uh, henry prince and some other players i'm, I'm going to kind of check it out and see where they've all going because i really enjoyed over the years being supportive of so many players that have come up to the University of Hawaii Vulcans uh, men's right. golf team. I didn't know too many of the, the, the ladies and the women's team, but um, I feel like I'm kind of getting to know them a little bit now. So it can be a lot of fun to follow. And, and, and by the air, Maori is just the men's, is it not? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Just for the men's. That's correct. So, okay. Well, look forward to seeing you there. And I'm certainly sometime yep. in between. And just great to talk with you. And please give your mom and dad a hug for me. I will. And uh, I will. I'm so glad your mom stopped me when I saw her last month. And um, just a, a delight to catch up. And and for our listeners, Amarari is an event that everybody can go out and watch. It's always fun because a lot of parents come over to watch these events from across the country, don't they? They do. They're really supportive. And and a lot of the alumni that live here on the island from some of the schools uh, are very supportive of these players from their respective colleges. So it's quite an event. It's a really uh, it's well-known across the country, the Amarari. It'll be in February, and we'll be sure to let people know about that. And I, I wish you all the best, and, and, and enjoy your, your time with Camden and Aaliyah and Ashley. Thank Thanks, you. Sean. Yeah, Appreciate it was, the it was time. a great catching up. Great catching up. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, you take thanks. care. Hug and aloha. Take care. Okay. All right. You too. Bye.